So today we hope we can offer you some really good sales advice as a follow-on to Ed Steenman's special program we had last week on selling media into the automotive space. A hundred years is a long time for any business to be around and for a radio station to have done it may even be more remarkable. We'll talk about that and they continue to prosper. And as Keith and I both know, nature abhors a vacuum and so do format holes. So <laughs> it looks like Alpha is filling one in San Jose. We'll cover that too. Hey, good morning. We're back with more of our comments, ideas, and uh, general BS on Media Insultant. Uh, in Seattle, typically, is where I am, but uh, this week and for a while, I'm down in the Coachella Valley in La Quinta. And so not far from my friend Keith Samuels, who's in the hills of Hollywood. As you know, we do this each Tuesday and Friday, and we welcome you to this Tuesday, April 12th edition of Media Insultant. Keith, we're shooting remote again. This is, you know, this is just like the old days, you know. Uh, and while we needed a break from the Pacific Northwest weather, I just couldn't imagine us going a month without media insultant every couple of days. So we're going to continue, even though I'm down here in the Coachella Valley and you're there in Los Angeles, and we're going to continue doing media insultant for each Tuesday and Friday. And I'm glad you're hanging in there with me. It was 101 the first day we got here. And I couldn't be happier. <laughs> well, it was it was it was hotter than that here when you arrived over the weekend. But we're back we're back down in the 60s. I'm, you know, it's just oh, it's panic in the streets. It's windy. It's partly cloudy, and and it's in the low 60s. Oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? You know, and and you know, maybe there may be a uh, joint recording in our future. The media consultants might actually join forces in the same studio. So uh, we'll keep you posted. And by the way, our last couple of weeks of shows, certainly last week with Ed and, uh, you know, record, record viewing and listening. So thank you, everybody, for, uh, for putting up with us. And uh, we appreciate the support. We look forward to uh, continuing to bring you the content you're looking for that you can't get anywhere else. Or that we're interested in and don't care if anybody likes it. Well, that's true, else. too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We did have Ed Steenman on last week, and it's still yeah. posted and will be indefinitely, but I, I hope everybody gets a chance to look at it. It really is an invaluable look at how to sell media in the automotive space. It's so changing so rapidly. And one of the things we asked Ed is, you know, there was this deal that iHeart did with Kelly Blue Book, where essentially the dealerships would go out and solicit over the air for the general public to sell their vehicles to the dealership, and then iHeart would pick it up and they would handle it at a call center. Well, Dave White Chevrolet in Sylvania, Ohio, has done the same kind of a thing, and frankly, they said that it has saved their ass. This uh, dealership in Ohio used radio to solicit customers to sell them their vehicles directly. And this has really worked well. They took a $7,500 radio budget per month, and they advertised for the general public to come into the Chevrolet dealership and sell us your car. They went from having 40 cars on the lot to 110 cars on the lot. Yeah. They estimate they made an additional million dollars in additional profit. I think this is a, and you and I have talked about this, Keith, I think this is a great idea for local radio 
working with local dealerships, soliciting local people. Now, Zoom and, uh, or not, yeah, Zoom and Caravan do the same thing, but they're not local. So I think this has, uh, I think this is really a great breakthrough kind of an idea. Now, how long it's going to last, I don't know, because a lot of it is tied in with the supply chain issues. But as Ed Steenman said, that's going to go on for at least this year and well into next year. So I think it's a pretty good, pretty good deal. You have any thoughts on it? No, I, th- I think it's a great deal, and you're right, it's a great local deal. Um, and and the fact that that you know you look at uh, uh, bumping up their inventory went from 65 to 110 or whatever. They they got 40 additional cars per month uh, to sell uh, used, uh, and that might be on the low side. But you know the fact of the matter is. You know, over if you make a million bucks, that makes that means you're making over the course of 12 months, you're selling 480 to 500 cars at $2,000 profit each. That's that's a that's a nice revenue stream right there, and that's that's something that they used to probably have. You know, there was always that profit in used cars, but but now they didn't have the inventory. So what better way to get the inventory in, uh, and and be able to turn around and sell it? What Ed was talking about was was fascinating. Is that those of us that are that are that are need that are needing to trade in our car at the end of a lease, or or end of our you know our loans up, and it's time to trade that vehicle in to get a new one. Uh, the consumer knows there aren't a lot of used cars around, and the smart consumers know, and they want—they're kind of holding up the dealers. They're kind of going, you know, no, I want, you know, I'm not going to pay more than sticker on the new car, and I'm and I'm going to want, you know, twenty. I want I want two to I want ten grand over uh, over Blue Book on my used car, and so the negotiations have kind of gotten a little bit weirder for dealers. But the fact of the matter is. This dealer has taken the idea that Kelly Blue Book came up with, which is that instant cash offer that they had, and that's what Kelly Blue Book is doing. So they get people that go to the Kelly Blue Book website to value their used car. What's my used car worth, Jackson? I don't know. Right. Let me go to Kelly Blue Book right. and check it out. And then Kelly Blue Book says, hey, wait a minute. Hey, Keith, we got a dealer who will buy your car, and you'll make more money than you would if you traded it in. Just click here, and they click. You click there to get a to get an offer from a dealer, and then within two minutes, this call center will call you and say, "Are you are you in? Are you in, Keith? You want to do this or not? Are you ready to go?" So it's kind of an interesting. This is this Dave White Chevrolet uh, example is a guy that basically did that on his own. Yeah, he did it on his own. That's right. And 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 when you think about all of the dealers that maybe aren't tied into that Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer promotion, and and who are in on their own, who don't who don't maybe have a call center of their own, or or aren't doing a lot of BDC as Ed called it. You know, this is this is so easy and so simple, it, and and it'll make them a lot of money. So kudos to uh, to the radio folks who did this deal with them, and kudos to Dave White Chevrolet for coming up with this idea. I think it's terrific. Yeah, I do too. I think also I want to thank our friends at Inside Radio for a lot of the information that uh, we're talking about. That's your friends at Inside Radio. I don't have any friends at Inside Radio, so sorry. (laughs) A shout out to one of the remaining three call stations on their 100th birthday. But first, you know, a few years ago, Keith, I was running a Seattle uh, Rimshot Country Station. And we competed against two other country stations. One of them you know quite well. It's your alma mater, KMPS, the legendary KMPS. Yeah. It been in the country format 25 years or so at the time, owned by CBS. And we also competed against Odyssey's country station that uh, they called The Wolf. 
Both stations did well in the market, very competitive, and we were the third radio station playing country, but we were a rim shot and, and approached uh, kind of the south end of the, of the market. But when Odyssey bought CBS, they felt that they would come under some bad scrutiny if they were to have two country stations in the market. So they took the legendary KMPS and sadly switched it to the sound, which was a soft AC format, which has done pretty well. I can't say that was a bad move from that standpoint. But for two weeks, we had the market to ourselves along with the, uh, with the Wolf, with Odyssey's The Wolf. And I thought, this is great. We're going to really get a big bump in QM. You know, we're going to get more sampling. It's going to be really beneficial for us. I thought, this is great. And then Mark Kay, who was running the Hubbard radio station cluster at the time, flipped one of his underperforming FMs to country. (laughs) And so I saw him a couple of weeks later and said, you couldn't just leave it, could you? You couldn't just let us have part of the market and... You know, go do something else with whatever you had. So I had to give him a hard time every time about how he just totally screwed the market up when he flipped country. But for two weeks, we were the country bomb in Seattle. (laughs) And as they say, and this is all to say that, you know, a format vacuum just sucks a station in. And we discussed the sale of KRTY last week from Empire to EMF. And that country format is going away in the Bay Area, in the in the South Sound or South Bay Area in yeah. San Jose market. So, what does Kate? What what does Alpha do? And this was a good move. What did Alpha do, Keith? Ah, not even waiting until till KRTY goes out of the format, which is sometime in May when the sale is closed with EMF. But and this is the only country station in in the San Francisco Bay Area. I mean, there's 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 country stations out in uh, up in Santa Rosa and Sonoma County, north, you know, wine country, and there's country stations to the east out in you know out going towards Stockton and Sacramento, uh, KNCI in Sacramento is a big country station out there, but not in the Bay Area, which you would consider the you know the San Francisco Bay Area. So they they haven't even gone out of the format yet, and Alpha flips. Their legendary adult contemporary station, K-Bay, great call letters, and I'm sure you know the story behind that, but K-Bay flips to country last week. I mean, like three days after the sale was announced, boom, they're in country. And they weren't doing too bad as an AC station. But they saw this as, a, as an opportunity to have a format exclusivity in the Bay Area. And I think that has a lot of sales potential, particularly with the big agencies up in San Francisco in the city, who buy radio for the Bay Area and are probably thinking, K-Bay, you know what? We've got other AC stations coming out of here with, with Bonneville and Odyssey and and and, uh, and iHeart. You know, we really don't need you. And they probably heard that a billion times. So let's go country. And and let's go country and, and you know, take it in a big way. And now we'll have a, that format as one of our stations. And we can get more business. And I think, it, I think it's smart. Brilliant move by, by uh, Alpha. Yeah, I think it was a real good move. You know, KRTY had their best book ever with a seven and a half, just as they as they flip. Uh, they're, they're normally in the three to four range, but that exclusivity is important. Country struggles in that area. There's a certain snob aspect to country. You know, they, they're still around awful lot of people who think you know if you if you listen to country, you're driving an F one fifteen, you've got a yeah. gun rack, and you wear a yeah. cowboy hat and yeah. cowboy boots, and <laughs> yeah. you know s- slowly that's going away. But 
our, our hats off and good luck to uh, to K-Bay. A hundred years is a long time for a radio station to exist. And uh, Keith, even more unusual is to have uh, the radio station under the same family ownership for 82 years. So I'd like un- to... It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's, a, it's unprecedented. I'd like to really take our hats off to our friends at KGY in Olympia. Olympia is the state capital of Washington. Uh, KGY is now on FM. They have uh, they moved from being an AM station, obviously back in the when they put the station on the air, and the studios and the offices are in this absolutely stunning historical building on Bud Bay that was actually built by the Carey family, the owners of the radio station, back in the 1959, and it sits on the water on pilings on the water with the spectacular view of the mountains in the distance and the water and it and it's an all basically an all glass building it's just absolutely fabulous old building and they have been very successful the carries have owned it uh, as i've said uh, they're in the fourth generation of of family management and i think you know i want to take my hat off to them and for the for the excellent local radio they have done for for decades I hope they make it another hundred years, and um, (laughs) as you and I have said, there's a a lesson in this, don't hang on too long. They could have sold it for big bucks at one time, and uh, today, not so much, so. Yeah, well, good for them. Well, you know, most people don't realize that that know Seattle and have been to Seattle, and the beauty of Puget Sound, um, as you fly in and out of Seattle, or you're down at the waterfront, but you don't realize that Puget Sound extends all the way down to Olympia. That is the very southern end of Puget Sound. And it's just as beautiful as any other part of Puget Sound. And to be on the bay there and in and, and, and that, and that you know, beautiful part of the country, it's pretty spectacular. But the amazing, the amazing thing is, is that a lot of stations are celebrating their 100th year. We're seeing a lot of stations, particularly three-letter calls, celebrating their their hundredth year around the country these days but very few of them can can claim if any of them can claim that uh, length of time uh, in ownership of 82 years that's unbelievable that that the same family has has owned that station Uh, you just don't see that they've either cashed out died out or (laughs) just went out of business but to still have a going concern after this many, this many years, that's amazing, Jackson. So uh, uh, kudos to that family, and, and, and well done for you helping them get through this, by the way. So way to go. Well, uh, thank you, Keith. I appreciate that. On that nice compliment, because uh, <laughs> you don't give me very many. <laughs> we're, we're out of time. I'm going to cut you off right here. <laughs> But uh, more on Friday when uh, we discuss, uh, is the NAB really relevant today? Uh, particularly the NAB convention. How relevant is it for a lot of broadcasters? So that's on Friday. Don't forget we do this each Tuesday and Friday. Media Insultant is a production of In Town Media and is available on all your podcasting platforms. And the video is available on Vimeo in the Media Insultant Showcase. Keith, stay cool, and I'm going to go work on my lousy golf game. (laughs) And and you're tan. There you go. (laughs) Don't forget the sunscreen. (laughs) 